Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. There you go. It's March 12th, and the Yankees have signed Neil Walker. We released our full episode earlier today, but Cashman said, no, we want more out of you guys. So he went and made a signing. Made a signing? I don't know. Got Neil Walker. We're going to talk about it. We got the alarm going. No, no time. No time for the theme music on these episodes, Jake. We got to get right into it. There's no time. But we do love Dan Zolnick's song that was sent for him. The news is, if you haven't heard, the Yankees signed Neil Walker for one year, $5 million. We're going to get into everything we think this means, and we haven't heard what Cashman has said on the matter yet. So this is really just gut instinct, gut reaction. And, I mean, we'll see how wrong, how right we are. But I want to get into first, Jake, instant reaction. I know I texted you. I'm not sure if you saw it before that. I saw it on Twitter as soon as the original tweet came out, I think. My gut reaction, and I've stepped away from this since. I don't think this is true anymore. But my brain instantly went, Tyler Wade is actually hurt. Like That injury is worse than we know. It scared Cashman. Like, oh, if that did happen, we didn't have the depth to deal with that because Glaber's not ready. Tyler Wade's hurt. Now you just have Torres. So... I thought that this was a reactionary move because of Wade. I've stepped away. I don't think Wade or the injury had anything to do with this move. What were your first thoughts? I never jumped to the Wade stuff just because it would have been super weird for Tyler Wade to tweet out like, hey, I'm perfectly fine. And then the next day, he's not. We've signed Neil Walker. We're in emergency mode. My my initial thing was just the double birds to the prospects and kind of taking advantage of this free agent market, but also I I make fun of Yankee fans for being not uppity, but spoiled. We've, we've got relievers in our bullpen that would be number two guys that we underappreciate as our fifth or sixth men. But I think this is a little bit Yankees. Hey, Glaber, you're a big prospect. Anduhar, everyone's screaming about you. You're a decent prospect. We're the New York Yankees. You have to earn a roster spot. And I think that's where we're at right now. You and I said it, and so did Michael Kay on his show, and so did a lot of people. It's crazy, and I even wrote I wrote in my blog, it's crazy to hand two infield spots to rookies and let and roll the dice with them. And then crazy's not the right word. It's irresponsible. And we said that for a while, and when they signed Drury, I said I was beginning to allow myself to believe, like, oh, he is going to just roll out with Andujar. We really are just going to let those bottom of the order just be whatever it is. And then I was like, no, you can't do that. So they signed Drury. And now I'm doing the same thing. Like, no, you you can't do that. We have we have proven veterans up and down the board. Not veterans because Drury's still young. Everyone's still young. But we have guys that have proved they can be positive players in the MLB across the board now with Walker. <laughs> yes. And – I I'll let out the Jake giggle because it's exciting. I'm I'm kind of juiced up. Where do we want to start? Where do we want to end? Do we want to talk Neil Walker a little bit? I think that makes the most sense, right? Well, since we won't be doing a full like a player profile and projection on just Neil Walker, do you want to? Well, I think maybe we table it and go to. Does this? How does this? Well, I I, I think we talk who who Disco Neil Walker is, and then we talk about how that applies to everything. I think that. That makes more sense if, if people aren't familiar with him. He's a uh, second baseman with uh, a hint of first base. He he played Eight, last year. I 80 innings at first last year is what I read. So, uh, yeah, it's it's something something of note, especially with how valuable the backup 
one B position has been analyzed for the Yankees in 90 or excuse me. He's, he's a much better, I think he's, he's listed as a switch hitter, but he's almost at that point in his career where he's a lefty hitter. He hit 214 against lefties last year. He hit 277 with a 372 OBP and 13 home runs in 99 games against right-handed pitching. So this guy is basically a left-handed hitting second baseman with the value to become a backup first baseman for us as well. And he's he's a professional. I mean, that's all you can say. He's been in the major leagues now for, let's see, the better part of a decade. Let's see if we can put a season on it. Nine years. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time with Pittsburgh. He was with the Mets previously. Um, he played three, four, and a little five last year positionally. Small forward, power forward, and center. No. But – He's um he's a pro and that's that's where you you hit on it to start and I think it's a huge part of this cuz maybe Anduhar hit could have hit 270 with 30 homers this year. Maybe he still does. But the bigger thing is this is supposed to be a World Series contender and if there were the little things going wrong, like if Anduhar was really struggling with third or Glaber, as he's showing in spring, really struggled with the stick. You don't really have to worry about that with a Neil Walker. You know what you're going to get. And and our depth is unreal now. Unreal. And that's, that's the reason I wanted to preface the Neil Walker stuff, and especially the depth. The, all, the, all the people on Twitter are yelling trade. Do you think that's in the realm? First off, depth is a word that I think I it always feels like I'm saying this word wrong, so I, I like to skirt around it. Do you have a cinnamon... F- that's another one. Synonym. That's another. Yeah. That's another. That's another word. I always feel I say wrong. So depth and. Okay, we have depth. 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 See, you're adding an s on the end. Depth. So you don't pronounce the like, th. You just say dep, like Johnny Depp. No, I'm pronouncing the th. Depth. 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 No. I, See, I, we're I, not sure what you're doing. Anyway, uh, the trade. So you want to get into trade? This is what a lot of people. I, I would. I would first like us to talk about. Does this cement in your head drury is at third neil walker's at second that's our guys yes to start the year yes to start the year yeah i think so too i think this pushes andy hard down to triple a not having to rush minor leaguers is great andy is 23 and He's make him earn it. Make him earn it. And Glaber wasn't ready. People were like, man, I guess this means Glaber's starting AAA. What are you guys talking about? Glaber was in AAA. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you want to go the bench now? Because how? Because everyone, a lot. Let's do that before we do trade. On the field okay. this year, a lot of people responded. That means the end of toe. Thinking Lynn stays on the bench to be full time backup first baseman on the bench. If ne- I think I flipped on Lind, bro. I think Walker has made me go back to Tyler Austin. But if Walker's the everyday starting second baseman, then you don't. Then you still need a full backup first baseman on the bench. Right, Tyler Austin. Oh, I I haven't done that. But we still think either Austin or Lind, a full backup first baseman, will be on the bench. Yes. Okay. Now, if Ellsbury's healthy, that leaves. Ellsbury, Romine, Lind. That leaves Toe or Wade in utility. Toe. I think Toe because this move to get Walker, the whole philosophy is 
to get proven players. This is a win-now mode. We need proven players. Wade's awesome. I love Wade. I think Wade has a is better. Th- I think Wade is better than Toe. But this philosophy of if you want guys that have proven they can do it, Toe has proven he can be a great, a good bench utility guy. He can sit for seven days, come out. Wade hasn't proven that. Wade hasn't seen that. So I if think anything he's proven, he shouldn't be allowed to do that at this point. Well, yes, but yeah, I think it's partially unfair, but partially true. Yeah. 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 But I I think that toe gets it to start as well. I think like this, if you're going to look at what this trade is telling us, Cashman's brain is thinking proven talent over rookies. So I think, I think toe gets you till job. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if Lynn's not on the team. I wouldn't be shocked if Wade gets a utility guy over Tell. I'm those aren't like locked in my head. I'd be much more shocked if it wasn't Drury at second, Walker at Drury at third, Walker at second. I'm pretty those are pretty solid in my brain right now. And this could all change on when Cashman comes out and gives his talk. But right now, that's yeah, what man. it is. Well, and I I think it's funny because we we tiptoed a little bit to start, but it's a one-year, five million major league contract. This dude's getting paid. Yeah, and this it, dude is officially getting paid by the Yankees, so he's pen, he's on the team. <laughs> pending physical. It also, it's one year. It's a stopgap. It is not going to hinder the development. Like the you can sign Walker for one year for the this year and still very much love Glaber Torres, Miguel Andujar, Tyler Wade. It doesn't really hinder yeah. their futures at all. I mean, the young the young people will now hate. Well, didn't we already trade all those guys for Chris Archer? Because that's what Twitter's telling me. That's the other side. That's the trade. And wait, but I don't think that's ridiculous. No, I. And why would you rule it out when it's Cashman? And your your new mantra is you you let the young hitters come up and prove themselves, and then you trade for quality pitching. And that's, I, I mean, one of the outsider knocks on the Yankees is that they don't have the ace-ace Verlander. We're, we think Seve can be there, but he doesn't have the he's Verlander his, reputation. He's on his path. To, yes. The only thing that's stopping him is his age, and like he hasn't done it yet. But everyone right. thinks he should be able to get there. If he does a repeat year, he's basically there. Yeah. But I don't know, man, because I we – it's tough to tell what's posturing. I mean, you've mentioned and something that I think is very important. You know, the Yankees organization loves Tyler Wade. Yeah. They made it seem like they want to be a part of this team. And like you mentioned, kind of on the reverse foot, like Tyler Austin's kind of run his course. It doesn't seem like they give him every opportunity in the world. With this, I mean, this this is dropping a steamer on all the prospects. Yeah, I, I don't think it's like shitting on them. I just think it's like, hey, we don't. We don't trust you fully right now. We're the Yankees. We're trying yeah. to win a World Series. We need to do everything we can to have proven talent. What One thing that I – so Walker – okay, so Walker last year in the lineup. I was trying to see because Walker's going to be your 7-8-9 guy for us. Yes. Last year, most of his at-bats came batting second because his OBP was high. Fourth or fifth. Second, fourth, or fifth. He's going to be 7-8-9. He was in the middle of the order last year. And now he's going to be at the back end of our order. Our order. What was Brandon Drury? That's what I'm going to look up now because we're taking guys that were middle order guys for other teams, and our back end now has them. That that's very good. We, we've mentioned we we've done our PPPs and we've guessed at production totals. 
Neil Walker has had double-digit home runs for the last eight years, and he's a lifetime 341 OBP guy. This is proven. Drury has been solid, and the Yankees have been talking about how there's room for improvement, this, that, and the other. So here's here's my one thing with this, because we, we talked about Drury a little bit. He has some home road numbers that scare you a little bit, but that is what it is. Walker is clearly... Walker against lefties at this point in his career is nothing. So when we start talking about those bench spots, do you see do because we, we were riding off Torres a week ago? Do we now see Torres getting regular at bats against lefty pitching? No, I mean you might, but I don't. Not at all. So you're you just think they're going to roll Neil Walker in his two ten batting average last year against lefties? Yeah. Why wouldn't you let Torres hit? I don't know, because Neil Walker's the everyday guy and Torres is a utility guy. I don't think Neil Walker is an everyday guy at this point. He's had a lot of injuries. He's 32, and he can't touch lefties. I I think <laughs> we if we start doing a winners and losers like per day, which it's turning out to be, I think Ronald Torres is a huge winner. Well, that's funny because everyone else has him as a huge loser. I mean, what is are those his lefty-righty splits from last year? Because his career is 264 against lefties and 275 against righties with the it's like a tiny little drop off so is that just last year last year in 344 played appearances against righties 277 372 obp in 97 at bats against lefties zero home runs 214 batting average 313 obp okay so let me read you 2016 he, he went 330 batting average, 391 OPP versus lefties, and, th- and 266, 333 versus righties. So it could very much flip year to year. Mark Teixeira said his always switched. One year he dominated righties. The next year he dominated lefties. His swings felt completely different. So I think you got to – and Chase Headley did the same thing. In 2016, last year Chase Headley, what, he couldn't hit right at righty at all, and then he was hitting – really good lefty it always switched so switch hitters i don't think that's consistent because i mean right well his neil walker's power has always been left-handed yeah in 2016 and, he was 15 as a lefty and eight as a righty he he's he career has 115 homers against righties 14 against lefties so i don't know if he loses that hit tool slap slap righty against lefties I don't know. I mean, career, he's he's so much more pedestrian career against left. Okay, so 2000, especially with last year. 2015, he was much better from the left side of the plate. 2014, he was – like the power's always been from the left side, but his average and everything was better. So it is flipping every year like Mark Teixeira said his did. So I think that's yeah, something I mean, you weighed we'll out. See, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably give him a chance to see what's really going on, but – I. In my back of my head right now, Torres makes more sense in the bench spot, and he could find himself some left-handed against some at-bats against left-handed pitching. Which also ha- doesn't help Wade's case since he's a lefty. Exactly. And that's that's kind of what I touched upon with the Tyler Austin stuff. Cause, so in my head, because we talked about the options with Adam Lind, and it doesn't make sense to lose him, not really for anything. But I was complaining about him not being able to find regular at-bats in any way possible. With Austin and Neil Walker, now against if there's a tough lefty and you want to bench Bird, you can put those guys on the bench and 
let Austin take some swings at it. I, I don't know how far they want to go into the platoon game. But the other thing I was thinking this year, and you talked about the depth, the depth is Sound that. Like Donald Duck. Wow, <laughs> you really can't say that word. <laughs> is that that was that was actually a huge thing for the Dodgers last year, if you remember. They left Curtis Granderson off their World Series roster because they didn't need that lefty bat. But the Dodgers were incredible last year against going mi- mixing up their lineup versus lefty versus righty. And that could be another baseball thing of the future, getting more platoons in there and getting your people in the right position to succeed. So that's something to watch out for. My winners, Ronald Torres, because I think he makes the most sense in the bench role now, and he'll get a couple lefty at bats. And Drury, man. Everyone rode off Drury and turned him into our second base for a week slash platoon guy. Everyone without a now, brain that uh, they don't even <laughs> right. they don't even listen to this podcast. They just they don't listen to any news or read any headlines or watch any spring training games. The people that were saying Drury was going to be the second baseman were the people that don't follow anything, which is fine. I, like right. you can enjoy baseball the same way, but don't give those people any credence that like everyone with knowledge wasn't giving wasn't writing off Drury. I mean, call me crazy, call me maybe, is Drury not entrenched in our third base spot right now? I think he's the third baseman. I mean, just judging by the quotes Cashman like said, Boone said. Every day third baseman. Yeah, which is what I said when we signed Drury. You didn't, we didn't sign him to be a utility guy or a bench player. Or right. I mean, traded for him. 19 career games at third base, so maybe tough righty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you you like Jerry's fi- the third baseman. You like figuring well, dude, out just... platoons. I I think the Yankees and my brain shies away from platoons. Like we don't want to get ourselves into a platoon situation. That's last case. You want a guy. You're our guy every day. You're the guy. That's. I think that's a little that's a little old school baseball, Jimmy. I think baseball is getting away from that. Who... If you're a star player, sure. But if it makes your bench and your team as a whole better to mix these guys up and also have the bench players playing consistently, I think that's a little bit towards where baseball's heading. Yeah, but the Yankees look, didn't look do at, it. Look at look at the DH position. The DH. I there's agree. Very few DHs now. It's a lot of guys they rotate in in platoon. I agree with that. But the Yankees could have done that last year a couple times and they never did it. Well, Boone's year, baby. Yeah, still Cashman makes those decisions. Yeah. Boone is just to be nice. Speaking of Boone, I looked this up because I am a, I'm a history. Maybe that's why Girardi's out. I'm a history major, and you know sometimes right. I need to go put on my history major cap. So I did some hard hitting research. Neil War- Neil Walker's father, Tom Walker, played in the league. He was a pitcher. Brett uh, Aaron Boone's dad played in the league. Was a catcher. They played against each other. They faced each other eleven times. So this is something that Neil and Aaron. They'll definitely be talking about this when they meet each other. Like, hey, our dads played against each other. Who do you think got? You th- who do you think got the best I, of who? So you think it's Aaron Boone redeeming his family, and they're just going to sign Neil Walker and just bury him on the bench and say, "Why'd you get my dad out so much?" <laughs> That's this, what you think's happening. This is for Bob. <laughs> That's Aaron Boone's dad. What do you think? Who do you think did better? Eleven times, Neil's dad was a pitcher, relief pitcher. Boone's dad was a starting catcher. Wasn't he one for 11? Well, you already read my tweet. Yeah, man. I keep tabs on you. Yeah, one for 11, but the weird part was he reached on error four times in 11 at-bats. It's a funky sport. Which bars the question, did Tom Walker's teammates hate him because he was so religious? (laughs) 
in the same way Derek Jeter hated Chad Curtis because he was so religious. This is getting to the Illuminati stuff. Now, Neil Walker's super religious. He holds, uh, like, he preaches or holds mass for those, same way Chad Curtis did in the 90 Yankees. And yeah. But Chad Curtis was really in your face. I don't know if Tom, I don't know if Neil Walker is. And that's why Jeter didn't like Chad Curtis. Chad Curtis also went on to be a, a pedophile. He's in jail now. Hey, do we owe the people something? I feel like we owe them more on Andujar and Glaber. Glaber, this doesn't change anything about my opinion on Glaber. Or it, it changes that I think he's going to get less games than I thought. But starting the year, no difference. There was no one believed Glaber was getting like that was long gone. Uh, this gives maybe a full year. Cashman does like his prospects to get a full year in AAA before he brings them up to the majors. And none of our guys, even though we love them so much and we speak so highly of them, have that. Besides Tyler Wade, and you are. Had a, has a good amount, good amount, but still not a full year in AAA, and he was moved up quicker than they thought last year. So Glaber, no, he's. I mean, I can see where Glaber doesn't come up if Neil's crushing it. Injuries will always happen, but Andujar. Someone responded to me because you know the Andujar force comes out like crazy. What does he have to do to earn an MLB job? And I said, well, it'd be nice if he took some walks. It'd be nice if he started crushing curveballs. It'd be nice if he was a stud at third and not just adequate. And it'd be really nice if he could play other positions adequately, like Torres, Drury, Walker, Glaber. Everyone else in the infield besides Bird can play multiple spots in the infield. Wade, besides Andy Har, who can only play one spot adequately. He can play it good. He can't play it great. He's not turning heads at third base. That's hurts him. That's like the same situation yeah. Tyler Austin's in. He can play two positions poorly, first and right field. It hurts. You need to be able to play defense and be versatile in this day's age. So Anduar, his bat's ready, and he'll get I think Anduar will get a lot of time in the major still. Like Clint I'm, like Clint did last year. Yeah, which <laughs> I think a lot of those people will tell you that's not enough time. But we'll see. It's um Man, I'm excited to kind of see if we can get some mood from Yankee camp because I I know you and me usually go in on the the prospect huggers a little bit, but there's a little bit of you that gets excited with these guys too. It's that's that's where we get misconstrued. It's not like <laughs> if Andujar came up this year, we weren't going to say ah give Drury more at bats. It's no, I hope this guy is the young stud we think he is, and there was something very exciting about that because you know. Of course, Yankees start, fans are talking dynasty, this, that, and the other. If, if we had these two young guys coming up and proving who they are while this team was pursuing a World Series, yeah, that would have been awesome. But at the same time, proven Major League talent is proven Major League talent. And, hey, if we keep going back on this. If you loved what Andujar was doing that first week of spring, because guess what? He's cooled off a little bit. Well, then put him in the same boat as Glaber, who hasn't, touched anything this spring i glad you brought that up because i actually wrote it down on a bullet point it says was excited part of me was excited to watch the rookies and it was like it was a storyline i wanted to ask people outside outside george steinbrenner field when we we're down in tampa or what are you more excited about watching these rookies come and develop watching these rookies come up or watching the home run hitters, like obviously most people say home runners. I think a lot of people say, I'm more excited to watch these rookies. So part of me 
is like, ah, man, I was really excited to watch Wade and Andujar and see what they got. But more, a bigger part of me understands we're in win now mode and these guys are proven bats. So let's go win now. Let's win. Well, let's win. Hey, let's win. Go Yankees. Hope we win. If you had to, like if someone put a gun to your head. Oh, come on. Would would you bet on another free agent signing, a trade, or neither before the start of the season? I don't think a trade is a crazy thing. Oh, before the start of the season? Yes. Nothing. Like, do you think the Yanks are still on on someone like Cobb saying, hey, one year, seven million, take it or leave it? Obviously, they're not going to say no but they but 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 here's the thing they were a hard no on lance lynn and his deal was cheap well he was what two two for 20 something like that i thought it was one for 12 oh no you're right one for 12 but right now that's out of i mean that would in in theory i think be out of the yankees range right now no it just wouldn't leave them much wiggle room for rookies and other signings well are you factoring walker into that because he's five now yeah but i thought we had 20 around there that pot either way <laughs> yeah anyway um if they were so hard against adding lance lynn that makes me think they're just against adding a pitcher right now i think they'll wait till middle of the season i wouldn't be shocked if we if we we have anduhar wade clint i don't think the three of those are it's a lot of ammo i think that's it's a lot of ammunition and cashman a lot of young a lot of young relievers too yeah Oh, we have to think, who's going to come off the 40-man? Tyro Estrada, Bullets acting up, and Sessa goes, lives in a dumpster? We've been leaning Tyro Estrada Bullet for a while now. Um, that's the other thing that plays into the trade community. Get Make make a move would get a couple of those guys off the roster. I don't know, man. Call up the San Diego Padres. Hey, we know you were really interested in Brian Mitchell. Do you want Sessa? Just give us Jabari Blash back. Sessa's like him, but just a lot more talented. So go get. I think Mitchell's better than Sessa. Talent-wise, Sessa probably looks better. Yeah, he throws fast. Got a nice. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all we got. Well, what else do we have on Neil Walker? Um, his dad almost died in a plane crash with Roberto Clemente, but Roberto Clemente said, "Tom, don't come on this plane with me. Stay home with your kid. Stay home." And then Tom didn't. If if Tom got on that flight, Neil Walker wouldn't have been born because Tom would have died with. Clemente and well, that'll make your family religious real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's married, he's married to a former basketball player. I don't know. He's got a lot of, uh, athletic Who's family. Um, Oh no. His, <laughs> his sister is a former professional basketball player. Nice. And his brother-in-law is Don Kelly. He's married to Nikki Walker, Neil and Nikki. How about that? Neil and Nikki thoughts on the name Neil. It's okay. I. You're lying. It's a tough name. I feel like you're cornered. Note it is. I don't like N E A L, which I know a couple Neils that go that way. I don't like. So ne- I'm. If you're Neil with an I, I'm. I'm in. I don't like Neil because it reminds me of church, and I don't like church. Well, he loves church. I know, and he like probably loves the kneeling part. So, talking Yanks. Talking Yanks. I think that's all we got. It's a quick episode. Give me I, – I said my, my winners in this trade are Drury and Torres. Losers are clearly Wade and Duarte. 
Glaber. I'm not. Do you have anyone else that gets really affected by this? I'm not as hard on Torres winning and Wade losing because I wouldn't be shocked if Wade beats out Toe for the utility job. I but I think that Drury is a winner. I think it locks him up at third. And I think uh, Neil Walker, huge winner because he was out of a job and now he's on a contender. Yeah. Do you see this? I I touched on it briefly, and I'm we're we're still absorbing a lot of this, and we'll see what we hear. But do you think this has an effect on the backup first base job at all? Just gut, well, gut reaction. Well, some people think that because Neil Walker can play first, that means we don't need Tyler Austin or Adam Lind to be a backup. But that doesn't compute with me. Neither of us feel that way, right? Because if you're the everyday second baseman, you're not backup first baseman because you're in the lineup every day it's the right. same thing when people tell me when people say jacoby ellsbury is the fifth outfielder it's like well no because you have three outfielders and a dh in the lineup every day none of those four people are the fourth outfielder because three of them are playing every day or four of them are playing in the lineup every day if an outfielder gets hurt you turn to the fourth outfielder who's on the bench jacoby ellsbury same thing i think with Neil Walker, if he is the everyday second baseman, he can't also be the backup first baseman. Right. I think I think there's a little bit of me that says it is insurance, though, because we've talked about how, you know, if if needed, a Lind Austin platoon would be pretty strong. I mean, now you could kind of now you could if you wanted, you could plug Neil Walker in there. If Bird got hurt for a little bit, go Walker Austin platoon and then you have. Glaber or Anuhar or Wade or however you want to rework the infield. So I, it, it gives them a lot of options. Depth. Depth. Do your Donald Duck impression. No. <laughs> Is that Donald Duck? I don't no. know. I don't have a Donald Duck impression. Okay, well, do Scooby to make up for that. Likes like Scoob. It's the New York Yankees. <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will find out more when Cashman, if they have a press conference, whenever they talk to the media. I will check Twitter this instant to see if there's anything new. And that's not. Ken Singleton isn't returning after this year. Yeah, right. Talk about the Yankees taking away his day. Come on. I th- I think he's being phased out. Look out. Yeah, probably one of those hybrid things. <laughs> Michael K. keeps saying... Michael K put out this text and was like, I've tried to convince him to stay. There's, I think Michael K is happy about this. I mean, let me get that. I think Michael K is like, <laughs> yes, more of just me and less of anyone else, and we're good. I love you and Michael K's relationship. Well, I always have to say, I think Michael K is really good at play-by-play. I just don't like his personality. There you go. Okay, that's it. Neil Walker is a Yankee now. Yankees have a good, very deep starting nine and an even deeper – depth chart be excited root for anyone in pinstripes glaber's 21 anduhar's 23 if they are worth it they will get their chance this does not kill their careers dreams futures hopes free anduhar man call up anduhar clint frazier should be starting on this team trade giancarlo back All right, we're out. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Mini episodes again tomorrow. Start with Wade. Bye. And here's Dan Zlotnick's uh, theme song since we didn't play at the beginning. Talking eggs with old Trump.
Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy.